There's so many my modern the beginning of the Yuchai Sora. And the Ruba de Ruba, you know, Ruba de Ruba is a misstatement. Many of them quote the Zayah, there's never quotes over here. That what's the Chiddush of Yuchai Sora, that Avam Sora Nachsis, Avam Sora Salkis, that Abraham and Sora went into Mitzrayim and they came out of Mitzrayim. Yes, of course. But the Maimorim then diverge. In other words, all the Maimorim that begin with these Psukim and they bring the Zayah don't necessarily go in the same direction. This Maimit is interesting. It's, it's, it's Tavshin Yud Beis, the year before this, they also said a Maimachai Sada, also the same Zayah, but a very, very different Maimit. This Maimit is interesting. This Maimit is interesting. And I, you know, I, I think I learned it years ago, but I, when I read it tonight, I said, wow, okay, something new. And I'm going to approach the Maimir, as I always do, as an overview. In other words, I'm not learning the Maimir inside. I'm giving you uh, a sheer clully, if you will. And as such, first of all, I'm not necessarily going to go in order of the Maimir. Second of all, I'm actually going to begin with something which doesn't even say in the Maimir altogether. I'm going to give you a Hagdama. It's negate to the Maimir. But the language I am going to use now is not written in this Maimir, but it is familiar language, it's classic Hasidic language and I, I would propose that in effect the Rebbe is saying the same thing in this Maimed although he doesn't use these words so here it goes, I'm starting my overview of the Maimed, if you will you, I'm sure you've come across the phrase Bechochma Isberirum I'm sure you've seen it somewhere in your learning of Hasidus Bechochma Isberirum which translates literally in wisdom you find clarity in Chochma is Bedidu, you find clarity. Bedidu means to separate and to find clarity. Chochma is Bedidu. Now the phrase Chochma is Bedidu is a serious phrase. And it's a deep phrase. And in Hemshechayim Beis it's discussed by Riches, Vachulu. What is the profundity, what is the oimek uh, of the phrase Chochma is Bedidu? The oymik of the phrase Chochmah Biru is this, and please listen before you ask questions, okay? We all know that there's a process of Birudim. Birudim means that there's an entanglement, there's a ta'aruvas, a confusion of a mixing together of good and evil. And the expression of Fidkar brings in the Kutta de Burim in the creation as we know it after Chetet Adas, Ein there's no such thing as pure good, every good has some evil. There's no such thing as pure evil, every evil has a little bit of good. And Birur means to separate them, to disentangle. Take the good out of the evil, the evil out of the good, let the evil be pure evil so it disappears, let the evil be pure good so it can be raised up. It's called Bayrir, Birurim. And Birurim is a complicated business. Because in order to be Mavadir, you have to be Mokamamas Badr. To create clarity and entanglement, you have to go to where the confusion is. The problem is, if you're going to go to a place where there's a confusion and an entanglement, in order to disentangle, you will become a part of the problem. If you are going down into a mine to find diamonds or coals, you're going to come out with a black face. To be involved in Birurim, you have to be like it's discussed in the Rosh Hashanah You have to be where the entanglement is. That's a fact. Which is why we do Birurim, and then when we're finished doing Birurim, we have to be fixed up ourselves. And we're doing Birurim, and the Birurim we do, the sparks that we separate have to then be elevated and fixed in other words, when we finish the Malachim get a hold of our sparks and you have to fix them. And it's a whole process how we will mavad it has to be mavad it again. Because in order for us to affect Birudim, we have to be And if you find yourself on the one hand you're separate and good from evil, on the other hand you yourself are involved in the schmutz. 
And therefore, there is this Kabbalistic concept, say, Bechokhma is Beriru. Yeah, it means in this world, right? After Chatech Adas. What does Bechokhma is Beriru mean? Chokhma has in itself what's called Gevuras of Atika Kaddish. That lays small of Atika. It's also called Tala de Bedulcha and a bunch of other delectable names. And the idea is that Chochmah has in itself what we call, you see this, Oyer Atzmi. In soft godliness, in a level of Atzmi. In other words, in a way there's no Shaykhis to imperfection at all. Chochmah, therefore, is completely separated, totally separated from anything that has to do with Klippah, and anything that has to do with Tarubas. Chochmah itself is absolutely perfect. Mevurer. And the fancy word for the Kabbalists keeping score at home is Chochmah is Ma. Memhe, Ma. Bittl. And the Ma of Chochmah affects that in Chochmah there's no Shachas whatsoever. So Chochmah ultimately is Mevurer. Why? Because in order to disentangle, to unconfuse, you need a koyach from something that has bechlal, no shaykhs to that whatsoever. So there's a very complicated process going on here. We come into this world, the shama comes into a goof, and we have levushim, we have all kinds of halamas vestadim, and we're oisik and avaytas habirudim, and in as much as we're oisik and avaytas habirudim, we often get ourselves dirty, and we have to be cleansed, you know, before, during, and after our trip to this earth, and all the rest. But what allows us, what empowers us to do Avedis Abirudim, that each one of us has an Akud of Chochmah. And the Akud of Chochmah is uncorruptible. The Akud of Chochmah is an Atzmi as Yehud Chaim Yudalayb indicated before, that just shines light. But it's not a strong light, it's a deep light. It's not a powerful light, it's a light with like a laser focus. And because it's a deep and powerful light, it separate good from evil just from shining light. In other words, it's able to be mavadir without having to be mislabish. So when we come into this world and we're and in the process we're filthying ourselves to a degree, the koyach to be effective in Avedis Abirudim is because every Jew has a Nakud of Chokhmah, the Chokhmah is uncorruptible because Chokhmah has no shaykh as a tevara, and ultimately our koyach mavadir has to do with Chokhmah. Problem is, the Chokhmah that we possess is hidden within us and the other aspects of ourselves are subject to the Taruvah's Tevara, and therefore the process of Birudim, as we do it, is uh, convoluted. It's, it's complicated. It's concealed. In other words, we don't consciously experience how simple it is to be Mavarer because we're not Moshe Rabbeinu. We're not the Madreg of Chokhmah. In other words, if I had to say to you, in other words, what I'm saying to you, I'm explaining to you, that when the Ebishter sends us into this world to evade the Birudim, on the one hand, he gives us a torch, a powerful light, that's beyond Tevera, that's Mavare without any sh- confusions. On the other hand, that spark is encased, is enwrapped in a body that's befetish involved in the struggle of Tevera, which makes us vulnerable to the Tevera. So that the Birur is Baderach Pnimius, Shem Banham is Bader, we elevate the world by being a part of the world. So in each human being, in each Yid, a power play, a, a, a dynamic process is playing itself out. 
Mitzad Echad, we have a point which has no Shaykh's Tevara. Mitzad Esheni, for the most part, we ourselves are the Taruvas of Tevara. So, that's where we can go wrong, but we have a Koyach Atzmi that protects us from uh, making any mistakes. This is the drama of a Chochmes Bedir. Well, in this Maimir, what I just described is called Avram and Sarah. Avram is uncorruptible. Avram is called Oyer. He's Oyer Zvekis Nikeres. Oyer loses connection to its source as Rebbe in this battle Lagamri. He calls Avram Oyer, and he means Oyer Amai, means Oyer Atzmi. Avram is Atzilus. Avraham cannot become compromised and soiled. Says the Maimir, Avraham goes into Mitzrayim. Avraham comes out of Mitzrayim, big deal. Big deal. Avram has no shaykhs to Mitzrayim. Avram is Mitzis, is a Mitzis Atmos. And as a result, Avraham cannot be corrupted. But Sada can. Sada goes on Caleb, the Rebbe says in this Maimir. For those of you who want to know where I'm t- taking this from, it's Pedic Hay of the Maimir. Okay? And he says, Caleb are Advekas built in Akeras. In other words, Sada is a much lower Madrega than Avraham. Sarah represents that Madrega to whom the world is a problem. Tevara is an issue. She herself is vulnerable to Tevara. So when she goes into Mitzrayim, as Rebbe says it in the Maimir, she ends up in Pari's house. How does Rebbe describe it? What does it mean to be in Pari's house? To be in Pari's house, which is Pnimius Hashchina was Nital Teichpeis Pari, in the very end of the Maimir. The Rebbe says, not lowest Pnimius, Sada's being in Pari's house, Sada's Shechina. Pnimius Hashchina is in base Pari. It's, it's such a violation of what is sacred. But Sada is vulnerable to being schlepped into Klippus because she's not Oir. She's Kalim. She has a Shaykhaz to the lower worlds. And the Pele is. Avraham v'sara nachsis, Avraham v'sara salkis. They both go into Mitzrayim, they both come out of Mitzrayim. So the Rebbe explained, this is really the essence of, sorry, clean. Not only clean, she steals, she steals from Mitzrayim the Nitzutze Kedusha, and she brings them back into the Rishos Kedusha. The chap of this Maimir is that Sara succeeds with the Kayach of Avraham. But Sara succeeds. The Ram succeeds Mehechatesa. Sara the Khidish is Vayu Chai Sara. The law haven't chai Shnei Chai Sara. What is so extraordinary about the fact that Sara uh, survives going into Mitzrayim because she's vulnerable to the Klippas of Mitzrayim. She's the lower Madrega. In other words, her process of Birudim should involve, or there's a possibility has to show that she could fall to the Klippas of Mitzrayim. Avram helps her. But Avram helps her in such a way that it's not Avram doing the Avoida, it's Sada doing the Avoida, and that's why it's a big deal that Sada and Avram go into Mitzrayim and Sada Avram come out of Mitzrayim. And he brings into the Santa Nekudah. He says, the Pasuk begins, Yuchayi Sada, Sada lived. Meya Shonas Keser. Esim Shonas Chochmo Binu. Vesheva Shonam is the seven Midas. He says, that's Atzilus. In as much as Sada is, Keser, Chachumbina, Midas of Atzilus, Sada is also pretty safe. But then it says, Shnei Chai Stam, the years of Sada's life. It says that Rebbe Shnei Chai without specifying a number, without going into particulars, goes on Sada that goes into Bia. And he makes a special emphasis. 
I don't mean Svidas Abiyah. Because Svidas Abiyah are Lakus. I mean Olam is Biyah. This is uh, the end of Sif Hey, page Memvav. Olam is Biyah, which is Allah is best stated. So Shnei Chayi Sada is lower than Meyeshan of Esim Shan of Sheva Shan. And it's the Shnei Chayi Sada that's vulnerable. And it's the Pella that Shnei Chayi Sada, Avram Vasada Naxis, and Avram Vasada Salkis, even though. Sarah is vulnerable to Klippa and she enters into the base party, into the essence of Klippa, she comes out of Klippa. So Shnei Chayi Sarah is lower than Meya Shana, Esim Shana, Vesheva Shana. Those three things are in Atsilos. Shnei Chayi Sarah goes on the Elam is Biyah. Okay? So the Rebbe says that the Chiddush of this Pasuk is that Sarah survives with the Kechav of Ramadan. That's, that's, this is really the Nakud of the Maim. That's what this Maim is about. Okay, you had a question? Everybody wants to speak? Now you can speak. Ah. That's Svidus. That's Svidus of Biyah, right? Biyah, so... No. Isn't those Svidus talking about the way how Svidus is the kind of the Biyah comes? That's Svidus, yeah. That's, that's how Svidus of Biyah comes. You're asking me a question that I don't want to answer at the moment. But every world has... He brings that exact dogma that you just brought. But Svidus are the alakus of every elam. There's a and the Maimonai in Beis, Takeh. Gamba siyahim kedusha the Esses Fidus, Gamba, Siyem, Kedusha, Gemur. Sfidus will look all over. The Chiddush of Shnei Chayi Sada is not Sfidus of Atzilus, of Elam is Biyah, but uh, the rest of it. Okay? Now, what I gave you until now was the Nukudas Adrush. This is the Nukudas of the Maimon. Now let's develop the Maimon. How does the Maimon go? The Rebbe begins by making a statement, say of a Simen Labon. Ma'isi Avasim means everything that happens in Avas happens to us. They teach us a lesson and they give us a koyach. So Ma'isi Avasim means to say, by learning what Avraham and Sada did, we can learn a lesson in ourselves. Number one, that you can survive Golas. That you can survive Golas. You can go into Makam Klippus, like Avraham and Sada went into Mitzrayim, and you can come out of Klippus. Number two, that not only you can survive Klippus, you can be Mavadir Klippus. You can elevate Klippus, like whatever brings the Gemara. And the Gemara says, the Gemara in Pesachim, I guess I'm going to condition this here. Why do you even go into Gaul? It should be increasing Gaidim. So the Rebbe asked this question, that's not a Marechasidis. It's impossible to justify Gauls because of Gaidim. Because relatively speaking, there haven't been that many. So all Yidin went to Gauls for 2,000 years for the, for the relatively small number of Gaidim doesn't make any sense. And the answer is, that doesn't mean Gaidim. Kipshut, it means Nitzutzik Dushim. But the two tickets are hidden in Klippas. And the Shtan in Klippas, Don Shosh, Klippas, it's like Gamri. And Yidin go into Gaul through Yavada, those the two tickets And that's worth it, he says. That's worth it. <laughs> that's worth it. He says, um, the, the number of the two tickets that we're in a position to elevate from such a slow space justifies our going into Golas. But there's a third Maisha of a similar one. And the third Maisha of a similar one is not only can we go into Golas and survive. Not only can we go into Golos, but we can go into Golos. And when we are Mavada Klippa, we're Moisif Kayach in Kedusha. We benefit from the Tutsi Kedusha. In other words, we're not just doing the Tutsi Kedusha that were trapped in Golos of favor. By redeeming them from their Golos, we're benefiting ourselves. Why? Because the Tutsi Kedusha that we're Mavada have a Shedish Mateu, which is higher than Tikkun. And the Rebbe goes through the same exact language used in the Bible before. But the difference between Tikkun is not Kamos, it's Eichos. 
tell you is a different eichos of oyer and especially those mitzutzes that have fallen to the lowest level of shalosh kumis beis lagamri and el mateo the eichos of those oyers is shaloi beerech leiros of tikkun. So not only can you go into gals and survive, point one, not only go into gals and redeem gated, redeem sparks of shalosh kumis beis lagamri from gals, but when we redeem those sparks, we're meis of chayes in kedusha. And all of these three lessons were learned from Avraham and Sarah. They went into Mitzrayim. They took out with them Zava Kesef. And it made them rich. And the such Maisa of it. Simon Labonim, their lives are a lesson to us. Okay? And now the Rebbe is Mazbir, Ubir Inyin. This whole idea of Avraham and Sarah, of Avraham and in all three Maisa of Simon Labonim, to survive the goal, to survive the Bidur, to make the and Kedusha. And remember the Yisod of the Maimir. Sod is the vulnerable one. She survives with the Kayach Shigas Mavramavina. So the Rebbe goes into a very, very involved uh, breaking down, if you will. He says, there is Klal in Prat in Ruchnius, there's Klal Uprat in Gashmius, and then there's Moisris. That's the structure of the Maimir. There's Klal Uprat in Elamis. This Klal Prat in the Shamas Yisrael. This Klal Prat in the Shamas and Guf. There's Klal Prat Lamailo. And there's Klal Prat in Avoido. And in addition to there being Klal Prat in the Shama, and Klal Prat in Guf, and Klal Prat in Ruchnis, and Klal Prat in Gashmis, and Klal Prat in Avoido, there's also something called. Uh, Moses. So let's go. Let's just push it, talk it over. What's the klal prat and the neshama? Says the Rebbe. The klal prat and the neshama is that the neshama has a chayis, which is singular. The neshama has a madrega of life, which is echad. And here also, like in two my modern magol, the Rebbe doesn't say that it has no shaykhs to the goof. He doesn't say that. He says it's hachonet to go into the goof is only a klal. And then there's a prat of the neshama. The prat of the neshama is the idea that when the neshama is going to come into the goof. It's going to split up into individual levarim. So chayes kloli would be the klal of the neshama. Chayes prati would be the pratim of the neshama. And you have klal prat and guf. What's klal prat and guf? Klal and guf is the most important levarim. The brain, the heart, the kidneys, the sages that gave water. What's prat? Every individual levar. So klal prat and the neshama. Klal prat and the guf. And then you have moisris. What's Moises? Moises is shy, as he says. Hair. has so little chayas that if you cut it, it doesn't even hurt. And that's where you have kinim and you have filth. They can cause you all kinds of trouble. Why? The life is so little that parasites can attach themselves to this, right? I mean, the husband, you all understand this. It's common sense. It's exactly what it says in medicine, but Kabbalah says the same idea. Klipa cannot be yonik from death. Klipa has never attached itself to a rock. You know why? Because the rock can't give it anything. Klipa attaches itself to Kedusha, to Chayas. Because only a living thing can feed a Klipa, just like a bacteria. A bacteria needs to live. What does it live off? <coughs> Another living thing? Bacteria's not going to live off rocks. That's why human beings and the animals and plants are hosts to all kinds of bacteria. Because they need life to sustain themselves. But there's a very interesting catch. And the catch goes like this. If you're healthy, you kill the bacteria. You fight it off. When you're sick or tired or cold and vulnerable, 
you don't get sick from the cold. But because you're cold and your body is weak, the bacteria gets a chance to attack. In other words, what is the ideal place for Klippa to be yenik from Chayas of Kedusha that's not very strong? Because if it's very strong, Kedusha will push it out. But Mela, that's why Klippa attaches off to the Shaitis. Because it's alive. But not so alive that it can fight away the Klippa. That's how Klippa exists. Huh? He brings the Maimah Shaitis. But Pashas is the same. And the Rebbe says, just like it's true in the Neshama and a Guf, you have a Kalaprat in the Neshama. And you have a Kalaprat in a Guf. You have also a Kalaprat in Elmas. Right? What's the cloud? Esesphiris Agnusus. So he says. The cloud's idea that Ein Sof is one that encompasses within itself uh, all the Svidus. And the Lashter brings the Maim is, Keshalheves Shebetoychagacheles. The flame is inside the coal. You don't see the flame because it's hidden. What would be the prat of Einsof? Esesfides hagluyis. Kishal heves hakshura begacheles. The flame is outside of the coal, but it's attached to the coal. You're seeing Esesfides. This is the prat, the gilui of Elokus. That's the cloud prat inside Einsof. What's the cloud prat inside Kalim? Interessante Sachen. Klal is ak or akudim. Because over there, all the kalim are reduced to kli echad. Akudim is akad be kli echad. I, I want to tell you something. This is not negate to tonight's maimed, but a number of you asked me about akudim, so I just want to tell you this. Akudim is 10 kalim. The light of akudim is so strong that it makes the kalim, the 10 kalim into 1 kalim. It says befedish in samavov. <laughs> and I can show it to you inside. The hemshach that understanding Akudim is impossible. How ten becomes one, how tzir becomes pshitus is beyond our comprehension. In other words, if you start out with pshitus, start out with Ein Sof, okay, Ein Sof is one. But how ten is reduced to one, because Agili Edel Ki, the Rebbe said, it's very, very difficult to comprehend the Sinyan. So if you're having a hard time understanding Akudim, you shouldn't be that surprised. The idea that somehow through Ein Sof, ten becomes one, it's a funny kind of a concept. But the cloud of Kalim is Ak. Or even he says, Atzilas. Even Atzilas. He says, it depends which Maimorim you read. Right? In some Maimorim, it's on top of page Memdalot. In some Maimorim, Atzilas is called Klau. And is one with the idea of Ak. In other Maimorim, Atzilas is called Prat. But Ak is for sure Klau. Atzilas depends which Maimorim you're going to learn. Tied up into one. Awkward because tied up into one case. What is the cloud? What is the prat? The prat is the kalim of the sphidus of Bia. And remember, the sphidus of Bia are lakus. That's the prat, the sphidus of Bia. And perhaps the sphidus of Atilus. In other words, Atilus did have hedges. He uses the Lushan There's apparently different Shittas in Kabbalah. In some Shittas in Kabbalah, Atilus is part of the cloud. In other Shittas in Kabbalah, Atilus is part of the prat. But be that as it may, whether Tzilus is the color Prat, the Svira Sabriya also part of the Prat. What's Moises? Moises is Elam is Biyar. Because Elam is Biyar, a place of Helam, like Shaitis. And that's where we have Klippas. That's where we have Klippas. Klippas Meg and Shosh, Klippas Meg is Lagamba. So just like in the Nishama, you have the color Prat of the Nishama, the color Prat of the Guf and Moises, hair. In Elam, you have the color Prat of Edin Sof, the color Prat of Kalim and Moises. But then the Rebbe gets to Avoida. This is where it gets very, very 
He says, what's the klal of avoida? What's the klal of avoida? The klal of avoida is you don't go into any pratim. The klal of avoida is called the chsinis chokhma. In, in, in my modern book, it's called Esau. Starkeit, bitl, kabbalah sale. No discerning whatsoever. The klal of avoida on the higher level, what he calls in this mami yichudi law, the aselian, is just bitl. The Praten Avoide, says the Rebbe, also of the higher Madrege, is called Hasogas Hashlile. Hasogas Hashlile. Hasogas Hashlile means what? To understand what cannot be understood directly. Okay? I'll explain to you what this means. When you talk about Mamalik Kalalman, and you say that Mamalik Kalalman, there's Chochmah. We can understand Chochmah the way we can understand Chochmah in a person. Because it's a Prat. It's an individual Kali, an individual Mida, an individual Svira. But when you say that in Seyv of Kalaman there is Chochmah, that's much harder to comprehend because Seyv of Kalaman doesn't have parts. It's one ain't soft. It's only that in as much as it ain't soft, it's not lacking anything. It's not even lacking Chochmah. So if you're trying to understand Chochmah, you can understand it quite well. If you try to understand Chochmah of Seyv Kalam, you can't understand it. You can only say what it's not. It's not missing Chochmah. So what kind of Chochmah exists on the level of Seyv Kalam? It's a very Eidel concept. But even this Eidel concept, which is called Yediyas Hashlila, knowing things indirectly, the Rebbe calls it Prat. When you compare the Klau, which is the Bittl, not going into any Pratim whatsoever, to Yediyas HaShlila, Yediyas HaShlila is called Prat. This is the Klala Prat of the Avoida of the Asalir of the Nisham. Then the Rebbe says, there's a Klala Prat um, of the Goof, so to speak, of a much, much lower level. Well, what's this, the, the, the huh? Wait, we haven't gotten to it yet. That was the Klala Prat of the Asalir, of the Nisham of Avoida. Now we do the Klal Prat of the Guf of Avoida, says the Rebbe. He says, the Klal Prat the Guf of Avoida are both Seichel. And if I may add, they're both Seichel of Chiyuf, not Seichel of Shlila. The Klal is understanding Yiddishkeit Bechlal. And the Frat, it seems to me, the Rebbe is trying to say, is understanding the Kavon of individual mitzvahs. In other words, the, the higher Klal Prat is Bittal and Yediyas HaShlila. The lower Kalaprat is Yediyas HaChiyuf Kloli, Yediyas HaChiyuf Prat. If you were to say to understanding, you know, Asher Gedeshonu B'Mitzvahisa, the idea that all mitzvahs are the same, versus understanding the Kavana Pratis of mitzvahs. So that becomes the Klalo Prat on the lower level. The Klalo Prat on the higher level is pure Bittal and Asagas HaShlila. The Klalo Prat on the lower level is understanding Bechiyuf, Beklal, versus understanding each individual mitzvah by itself. What's Mesris? What's Mesris? Kol Your regular Gashmi is alive. Your food, your drink, your recreation. And the Rebbe says, when a Yid is Isaac in Gashmi, he doesn't even feel like he's doing Birudim. He thinks he's Tam involved in Gashmi. He says, Aloshan, just like when you cut here, you don't feel pain. When a person is Isaac in Gashmi, he doesn't feel pain. 
It's a funny lashon. When you're doing, when you're involved in kol masechel Hashem Shamayim, ain't davazeh gedim in shal keiv. What does it mean? Ain't davazeh gedim in shal keiv. I think he means to say, you're not margish the holiness of it, like Yosef das, Yosef machiv. When you're involved in a regular gashmiyazdika life, as a yid, you're really oisik and avedis abirudim. But you don't realize it. You don't realize it. Because since you're involved in avedis abirudim in a way of moisris, in other words, Stam, you're not using your seichel, you're certainly not losing your dia sashlila or bittel, you're just involved. You don't realize yourself that you're oisik and avedis abirudim. So this is the stage setter. This is the, the body that the Rebbe uses as a means of communicating the struggle and the issue of Sada's Yerid into Biyan, ascent from Biyan. I'm sorry. In Avoidah, Kol Masecha Yil Hashem Shamayim. The bottom of page Mem Dalit. I'm sorry? Fine, and you have to, of course, be misgabbed over there. He, he doesn't use the keiv in terms of avedas and klipas. In terms of biru, that's why it's strange. You're doing it l'shem shamayim. I know, but it's but it's funny to say it about a person who's doing. He says you're doing komasech l'shem shamayim. And you don't even realize that's the Shem Shemayim. Or but mainly you have no Ke'ev. So I think the word Ke'ev doesn't mean pain in a negative sense. It means Hergish. Like Yosef Das, Yosef Machel. A deeper person just feels more. And then the Rebbe lays down the, the Nekudah. And the Nekudah is, if you want to get down to the nitty-gritty, if you want to elevate the lowest sparks, you've got to go to the highest source. To deal with the lowest moistness, you have to go to the highest shadish. Okay? For example, if you want to be without a klipas noiga, the beard of klipas noiga is not shuva, because there's no aveda. Klipas noiga is what we call in our culture shagogis. Perhaps to be without a klipas noiga, it's enough yediyas hashlila, the prat of the aveda of the nishama. But if you want to be without zdenis, zodin, aveda is done on purpose. For this, you need to have the klala David of the neshama, the David of Bittel and Kabbalah Seel Machashemayim. And the Rebbe says, the koyach for that comes from Avraham. Avraham gives the koyach to Sodom. And there's Mazbir. And this husband I'm about to say is written in Sif Gimel of the Maim. Yeah, Avraham's name used to be Avram. Which meant he was saying he was high. What does high mean? High means he was removed from being, being able to be mevadar. In other words, his height was actually a limited height. And therefore he couldn't descend lower. And the Ebesh does a hay. What does the hay affect? Av ha-moyin goyim nesaticha that Avraham Avinu was able to be mevadar even sholosh klibet meyaz legamri even zdenis. In other words, extra hay raises Avraham to a higher madrege than he had without the hay. And the fact that he's raised to a higher madrege than he was without the hay allows him to descend lower into the beard of And he gives you the most strange husband of hay I've ever come across in Chesidus. And I, I don't know if I should be embarrassed or not, but I, I've never seen this. I don't remember. I, I, I learned this mime years ago, but I didn't come against it. Normally, how do you look at the letter hay? I mean, in other words, 
Beklau, and guys asked me questions, and I was giving them answers, and I realized now why you didn't understand my answers, because I was giving you answers based on standard. This is a Tzayetzim and a Klau. What does it say in Chassidus about the letter He? It's a Kedish Simen He. Simen, the fifth level of Rebbe Tanya. But Yaz David Shem. It's an A-Nasal, basically, that's what it says here. But what does it say in that, Eger Sakedish? It says, Beyud Nevel Mabob, Hei Nevel Mazir. The spiritual world is created with a yud. The physical world is created with a hey. I'm ask, what does that mean? I'm talking now Tanya. And he answers, hey is choymer ha'osius. If you will, the gashmi is the kite of the ha'osius. Why is hey choymer ha'osius? Any letter you're going to say requires oxygen. You have to amplify the sound from the lungs. That air that's coming from the lungs is the bellows, is the wind that blows on the vocal cords in the Mitzvah Yisapeh to produce the sounds. Consequently, in Tanya, it's written that He goes on Gashmias, on Choymer. And the Yud is the Shailish of all the remaining Oasis that go on Ruchnis, that go on Tzura. And the Pshat and the Maimech Chazal, the He Niv Elam Hazem means that in Gashmias, the world, you only know Choymer Oasis. And the Yud Niv Elam Abam means that in the Ruchnis, the world, you could know also the Tzura Oasis. In other words, before this Maimir, and I'm sure this Maimir is based on an earlier Maimorim, Hey was the lowest us. Hey is the lowest us. Hey represents Chaimir. Kumtz again, the Rebbe Dodd, spins it upside down. He says, nope. Hey is the edelst to us. He says, it's the least Hevel. It's the least Gash music. And he admits, he says, you know, when most Maimorim and Taka says, Hey is Taka the lower of all the Asias, he says, but the fact that in so many Maimorim, Hey is also the lowest, is a simon, that it's Maila, it's Shadish, is higher than all the aces. And he says, hey is the least Gashmi is the Ka'os, which is exactly the opposite of what it says in Tanya. Also, it's the least tangible of the letters because it represents the highest Madreg of Ruchnius. So of all Oasis, the Eibish, the Adat of Ramavinu's name, he adds the letter hey because the letter hey goes on Edel Shebe Edel, Ruchnius Shebe Ruchnius. And the Koyach of the letter hey that Avraham Avinu got is so strong that it can be invited even shoulders sleep as at meyas But Avraham is not going to do those birudim himself. The birudim that Avraham Avinu is going to do is going to be from the koyach that he gets from. I'm sorry, the birudim that we sorry menu, but the koyach that he gets from Avraham Avinu. The derech agav. This is a very strong question. Right? What does the path that Gazeya brings to make this case? Avram Vasara Nachsis and Avram Vasara Salkis. Avram, it's in Pashas Lechlacha, in the beginning. Avram, in Mitzrayim Huve Ishta, it's Avram without a hey. So Gazeya says, Avraham Vasara Nachsis, Avraham Vasara Salkis, the path is without a hey. It's a clear, it's a schwer kash. But the whole Maimir predicated on the Yisod that Avraham, the hey that Avraham gets, Gives him a koyach that's very, very high, that you could descend to be mevada, sholosh, klipas, meyaz, lagamri, what he calls in the Maimir tshuva, as opposed to the bidur of klipas nega, which required only bidurim. And he doesn't do the bidurim. He's not chaychas to the bidurim. Sada does the bidurim with the koyach that she gets from Abraham Avin. And the Rebbe explains. He brings the Zayah, everybody knows the Zayah. That Adam and Chava were created, yeah. And Adam and Chava very similar to Avram and Sarah. Avram had Shkashaiches, Sarah had a Shaiches, Chava has a Shaiches. And instead of Chava 
elevating the klipas, she fell into it. It gekumens again neach, and neach says, "I want to fix what sada what the chava messes up." And instead of fixing it, he falls mm-hmm. further into it. Why? What technique did Noach employ to be mevadah the nitzutas that fell from Chava? Drinking wine. What is wine? Bina. Bina is seichel. Even on its highest level, what is bina? Bina is seichel of shlila. Seichel of Shlila is not high enough to be Mavada Sholosh Klipas at Meyes Lagamri. You want to be Mavada Sholosh Klipas at Meyes Lagamri, you're the Kech of Tshuva. Tshuva is Bittal. So Neich is trying to use the Prat of the Avoid of the Neshama as opposed to the Klav of the Avoid of the Neshama. In other words, he thinks you can handle these Klipas with Yainam Asameach from Idiyas Ashlila Bina and he ends up becoming Yainam Shaker. It makes him shiger. He falls. Sara is in that Tshuva. Sarah's lower than Neach. And Sarah's Mamshach a higher Keach. Sarah doesn't approach the Birudim with Havana Vasaga, with Seichel, not even a Seichel of Shlila. She approaches it with a Prasta Bittel. And only with that Bittel can you survive. You know, it's reminiscent. You know what it reminds me of? The Maimorich Hasidah talk about Amalek and Midian. Amalek is the beginning of the 40 years, Midian is the end of the 40 years. What's the Shabbosh To fight with Amalek. And to fight with Midian, what do you need? Anche Moshe. Only Moshe's people could fight with Amalek. Only Moshe's people with Midian. Why? Because Amalek is Chutzpah. And Midian is modern and medieval. Machlekes Hashem Machlekes. You need a Kayach Atzmi to fight. To fight a Klipa whose whole Matthias is Chutzpah. You can't be sophisticated. You can't be a smart guy because he'll run circles with you. You have to bitl. Moshe Rabbeinu. And the koyach that Moshe Rabbeinu gave allowed Yeshua to defeat Amalekim. And Pechah has been loved about him. I came to defeat the Midianim. It's the same thing here. Moshe gets fancy with the klip. And the klip eats him up alive. Shalosh Kibbutz Mezagami you don't philosophize with. Not even Yediyah Sashlila. Bitl. But Mele Sara goes into Mitzrayim. And she defeats Klip. She takes Nitzutze Klipa out of Mitzrayim, Arachush Godl. And not only does she take Arachush Godl out of Mitzrayim, but the Arachush Godl that she takes out of Mitzrayim is Moisif to Avram and Sarah, like the Nitzutze Toyu, which are Moisif and Nitzutze Tikkun. Why is she successful? It's because she's together with Avram Avinu. It's the hay of Avraham that gives a Kech to Sarah the beard. Like I explained to you before in my introduction. The Chochma is Beridu. The Hay of Avraham raises Avraham Avinu to the Madrig of Atmos, of Bittal Atmi. Avraham is above the whole fray. Avraham is not Shaykh's Teklipas. But Sarah's connection to Avraham gives her a Kayak, and she has a Shaykh's Teklip. And not just to the Sphinus of Biyah, but to the Elamis of Biyah, not to Teklipas Negan, He says Sarah's Indian is Chuva, as opposed to Birudim. Noyach tried to get fancy and he fell. Sarah doesn't try to get fancy, and that's why she succeeds. And the Rebbe says that just like it was true then, it's true now also. He says, and now we're dealing with the worst Klippa. He says, what is the worst Klippa? It's very painful to read. Clearly the Rebbe was talking about Tzioinus. There's no question about it. We read the Oasis of the Maimir. Sivod, Rebbe is talking about Tzayinus, that they're taking the Mokim Achim Kudish, 
Mikol Arotzis Ubazer Gufa Menagdin. Zionism. 1953 is a very, very long time ago. Something must have been going, in Das Tachten, there must have been something happening that the Rebbe said this, in a Maimit. He says, this is the epitome of Klippa. He says, Klippa doesn't have that much Kayach. Because Klippa lives from Kedusha. But when Klippa gets its Kayach from Kedusha, like the famous word doesn't take a Shalom, that in order to fight against Chesidus, you couldn't use a Goy, you had to use Dafka Yid, and a Frumerid, and a Baal Madreg, and a Goan, a Ga'an HaGoynim, only from the epitome of Kedusha could you fight with Chasidus. Because Chasidus is such a high keach, you need Davka Ayid. Babu Adabu Islahu has the Yechidish Abinefesh to fight with Chasidus. Uh, the same is true now. Kedusha itself is fighting against Kedusha. It's the hardest, the most difficult Nisayin. And who are we? We're Jlobs. Prostamich. <laughs> and we take the lesson from Sora Imenu that with Kabbalah Sale. Avram Vasada Naxis, Avram Vasada Salkis, not only will we survive this Golos, not only will we survive this Golos, but we're going to become richer because of our involvement in this Golos. And there's one piece missing here, and I, to me it's, it's a no brainer. I don't know why the Rebbe doesn't say it, but to me it's very, very obvious. What's the obvious? We have to be involved in this klipa, this terrible klipa of Merthayach or Machavayach, Mechitzei, we're Sora. But in order to do that, we have to be who has no shaykhs to the Tutus of Ra whatsoever. And again, it doesn't say in the Maimah, but this Pashtas means the Meshadab in the Rebbe. When a Yid, who's the Madrega of Sora, who Nogvi a Madrega of Sora, wants to get involved in being Vara Sash Pirurim, which he calls Tshuva and not Pirurim, the way you survive these Allah's best days is by Makushat Abramavid. This last point doesn't say in the Maimah, but I, I mean, it's Karad Lavada that it's just shot in the Maimah. I just chazed the whole Maimah. Chazed the ganze Maimah. Vahiyu chayi sara, meya shana ve'esim shana ve'sheva shab. That goes on sara in Atsilas. Kesar, chachmobin She's That's still a bob, Biru. Shnei chayi sara, sara comes to the lower worlds. And when she comes to the lower worlds, she's revealing a higher shadish. The Atmos of Sodom, which has to do with the Hay of Abraham. And the Rebbe says, that's the Seder. First, you serve Hashem in a reasonable way. Then you descend into the lower world and serve the Ebesh Dere Bekabalsel in the middle. That's why first it says, and only then it says, and the Keach V'chai Yisara to succeed is the Hizkashis Tavram Avinu Avamein Goyim Mesatichu with the Hay. This is the Maimah. It doesn't matter the Maimah. 